0: To Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Marie Bonner.
1: Well, thank you so much for being on the BizScale Scale Insights uh, podcast today. Uh, I'm so excited because you have this wonderful expertise in crisis communications. I think it is so very, very, very important for us to kind of cover this. As many of you who have been listening to the Business Scale Insights um, show know, we really focus on helping small businesses move from startup to scale up, um, we focus on really giving you the tools and equipping you to not only survive but thrive and scale and I wanted LJ Wilson on the program today because we're recording this in April of 2020 the end of April um, and the world has been hit by a crisis that we never many of us could have never even thought dreamed about, right? Uh, This COVID-19 pandemic. And what I see are a lot of businesses struggling around the world, uh, not just in our, 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 our own country, the United States, but around the world. And then I also see a lot of businesses not hitting the mark when it comes to their communications, whether it's email, whether it's the stories they're telling in their marketing, um, I remember getting these barrages of emails uh, right after the <laughs> pandemic hit, and I was
2: like, "Are you
1: serious? You've got to be kidding me! Either you're tone deaf or you didn't read the email." So after that, I realized, "Whoa, we have we have a crisis in communicating well here, and we need an expert." And LJ Wilson. Uh, is that person so lj why don't you first of all thank you for coming on the show thank you for taking time out and 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 sharing your expertise with all of us i do appreciate it no thank you it is my pleasure to be here today awesome and tell people more about your background i know it but the world doesn't so please take your liberty and share your expertise with everyone
2: so, Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is LJ Wilson, as Kim told you, and I'm the principal and founder of L.J.W. social media and PR strategies um, for over 15 years. I've worked in the communications industry from broadcast to nonprofit communications. I've worked as a communications director for the Soy Foods Association of North America, a communications manager for Greater Western Chamber of Commerce, Um, where I met Kim and a communications director for the Institute for Educational Leadership Initiative um, of the Coalition for Community Schools. Um, I started LJW Social Media and PR Strategies in 2012 and created social media strategies, strategic communication plans, and crisis communication strategies for small and mid-sized nonprofits in the DC, Maryland, and Virginia area. And I left the business for several years to focus on education communications, which is where I was working at the Institute for Educational Leadership. And after having my son, which was fairly recently, I decided it was time to revamp the business and place a strong focus on crisis communications. And then this happened. So, you know. <laughs> perfect
1: timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the stars were aligned. It was absolutely yes. perfect timing. So tell, I mean, I think that clearly everyone does not have the same definition of what crisis
2: communications entails. So can you educate us for a few minutes? Yes. So when I think about the definition of crisis communications, I would define it as building a strategy that covers all avenues of your business or organization, meaning you have done the research, look at the holes in your business and possible crisis via social media and within and developed a plan that ensures your business maintains its integrity to your clients and employees. You've done the work to ensure that your communication strategy stays strong despite a crisis. So, prior to creating your crisis communication strategy, you should have had a strategic communications plan. Um, and that can be, you know, um, your objectives, your goals, and you want to make sure that you maintain that by having your crisis communication strategy. And the whole point of having a crisis communication strategy is to make sure that you're ready for a natural disaster, which is what we're going through right now, which is a pandemic. A financial issue, a personnel problem, organizational, or even technological, um, a system breakdown. So you just want to make sure you cover everything. And the only way to do that is make sure that you built a crisis communication strategy that covers all those avenues.
1: Well, I know you have received these crazy emails from these small businesses and large businesses over the past several weeks. And it is clear to me that they are not listening to you, LJ, or they have no idea what crisis communications are. So what is happening? What are your observations? Because clearly there's a tone
2: deafness. You know, I
1: I don't don't know what to tell you.
2: What is happening? So um, I would like to give two examples. One was actually the swim class for my, for my son. Um, We received an email from his swim class saying that um, it, it clearly sounded as if they were upset that they had to close and that they were going to be losing money by doing it. (laughs) And it did not sound like there was any kind of empathy or any kind of, it just sounded like we're going to be back up when it, when this is all over and trust me, I believe that they probably will, but I don't know if people will be there.
1: Exactly.
2: Um, And that's one example where I just felt like, wow, I would not send my son back there again because all they care about is the money. The second one is another small business, which was actually, um, the person who comes are our our landscapers. um, They sent an email saying, okay, we're going to come in and we're going to, you know, you know, mow your lawn, do your thing. And then my husband sent something back telling them, hey, um, a tree fell in our yard. We're going to (laughs) have to cancel it. And they came back. They said, okay, we'll be back next week. Did my husband say that you could come back next week? It clearly sounded like they are, you know, struggling and they're going to make their own decision to come back and do do the yard so that they can go and pick up their money um wow exactly so there's a lot going on um where it just seems as if there's a lack of empathy there was a lack of planning and it also shows that um you know i don't know if you really care about your employees um There's so many things that come with that when you send things like that, because right now, if people don't get it together in terms of these leaders of these small businesses, they're going to lose their employees because employees are listening and thinking to themselves, how has this person treated me over this? And why, you know, there hasn't been any kind of connection. You're not trying to connect with me during this time. So I don't, don't, let me me
1: stop you there. I don't think it's just, employees we've had this conversation offline i think there's a lot of brand damage and reputation damage that is long term that Mm -hmm. is going on Mm -hmm. and and folks i really want you to listen i really need you to listen because if there's a wheelhouse that i have it's brand development i have a background in intellectual property licensing this is i i develop franchises for a living okay hello people (laughs) This is my wheelhouse. (laughs) This is is my wheelhouse. So I'm trying to tell you the the words that you're sending out, whatever the medium, whether it's an email, whether it's in video, whether it's in phone calls, whether it's in newsletters, whether it's commercials, you have no idea the long-term impact that you are making on the people on the receiving end there are businesses that I will never, ever do business with again mm. because of the way they communicated with me during this crisis. Mm. One of those businesses, and it's not a small business, ironically, LJ, it's a big business. It's my bank. Oh. It's my bank. Oh, And don't get me started with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um just the way the tone deafness with which they are communicating and I'm not alone the which with which they are communicating with people is really highly transactional and mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. relational. It is highly I could care less if you lived or died.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know wow. it is what it is. And so when you have a long-term relationship with people mm-hmm. and you're trying to build that relationship and keep that relationship over time because at, at the bottom at, at, at its base that's what business is all about LJ it's yeah. about you know relationships between people who they know like and trust even if it's an institution mm-hmm. you have to be really careful how you handle people during this crisis because you will damage your brand long term.
2: That is so important I mean, Scattered actions without direction come from not doing the planning to ensure your business stays strong. And most importantly, during these times, have integrity. When you do not have a crisis communication strategy, you end up not having the right messaging to ensure your business and clients have faith in your services. Your employees feel confused and unsure what actions to take. And they just begin to distrust you um, and, your, and your clients. And then loyalty wanes because there was not loyalty to ensure that there was a plan in place you know, you've showed that you don't know how to handle the situation. That means you don't know how to handle in your case, you might've felt like they didn't know how to handle your money.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And as a
1: business owner, if you don't have confidence, right. And Mm -hmm. the ability and the capability of the people handling your money, you have a problem. Yes, a big problem. (laughs) So so we have underscored why this is so critically important. There are a ton of small businesses that haven't gotten it right. Mm -hmm. And they need to do a reset. So what would be some of your suggestions for them
2: right now? I would say they need to outline a a crisis communication plan that outlines their goals, number one. Number two, they need to put together a crisis management team that specifically focuses on that. Number three, they need to know their key audiences. And number four, they need to have the steps to take when this crisis emerges. So right now, if they do not have a crisis management plan for right now, get the goals together. Make sure you have that crisis management team first to help you with those goals and start to work on that. I would even suggest to have a employee town hall virtually um, to talk with your employees to see what all of their issues are. Because some people, like you said, could be tone deaf. And even if they are outlining what their goals are, they need to know what's going on with their employees as well. I would also say, and it's kind of too late for this. So if we're talking about something right now, they would need to do those steps. But if they have the time, they need to do their research, review their organization or business communications and list the possible threats to their organization and business identify the possible causes or threats in detail, and then list your crisis communication objectives, right? As it relates to your research and possible threats and create tactics to go with those objectives. And then you have your crisis communications plan. But if it's right now, get those goals, have your crisis communication management team or your crisis management team together, have those key audiences that you need to talk to and make sure that you have all the steps you know that you need to take so that you're communicating with the public in a way that makes sense. Okay, LJ. Well, I can I can hear some of my audience members. Some
1: of them own a restaurant, some of them might own a barbershop, a hair salon, a nail salon. These are small businesses. They have under 10 employees. Mm-hmm. They're they're like, this lady LJ, that's all fine and dandy for her. <laughs> Okay, Yes. I, I, I'm not, you know, Wells Fargo, I'm not Chase, you know, mm-hmm. what you're talking about. So for the small business under 10 or 20 employees, mm-hmm. let's get, how can we get real practical? What does this this plan of action that outlines their goals, what does that look like? They don't have a crisis management team unless they outsource to you. Yes. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let let's walk through that.
2: With them, So if they are just a very small business mom and pop shop, and they don't have like they can't get the crisis management team together, the one thing that they definitely can do is make sure that they can put, start creating like a, a crisis management templates, for example, like a press release. These are things that are easy for a small business to do. If they have someone who can help them, if it's me, of course, I would create like some templates for press releases and social media responses. I would look at their social media and see what are some of the issues that could happen during this crisis. Um, I would also ask them to start working with their, if they have a financial planner to make sure what money are you saving? Because, you know, Kim, you talked about that before, about making sure that some of the businesses are saving some money, something for a rainy day. Yeah. Right? So that's really important. Um, If I was working with them, I would try to find out what are their goals. Say something happens and you you have to close down for the amount of time right now, right? Mm -hmm. What are your goals? What do you want to achieve during that time? And how are you going to withstand and keep your business going? And then I would create a plan that addresses those social media possible issues that you may have. I'll make sure that you have a press release that's ready to go to your clients. And then I'll also be telling them like, what is going to be the strategy after we come out of this cloud?
1: Well, okay. Yeah. So, so let's stop right there.
2: Mm-hmm. There
1: are, I just got off another phone call with a group of, of entrepreneurs and, you know, many of them are non-essential businesses, So if you're, unless you're in Georgia, you know, if you're a hairstylist, you are not considered uh, an essential business. So they are in a very, very difficult spot, a very, very difficult spot. They want to care for their clients. They want to care for their employees. There might be another, you know, another four to six weeks to eight weeks that they have to sweat this out until they can somewhat open up.
2: So for that kind of business, what would you suggest? If they have to do that, my suggestion to them would be, number one, how much do you have, like how much money do you have in savings to be able to sweat this out? If that makes any sense. because absolutely. um, And then from there, I would work with them to just, Make sure that say for example, now this is what I would be doing if I was them. And let's just talk about if this is a salon or a barber shop. I would be saying, okay, they're saying that everything is gonna go back to work soon, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna be going back. So let's just say September, right? <laughs> let's just say September. I know in your case where you stay in Florida, they're like, We're going back right now. The beaches are open. <laughs> so Let's just say, for example, it's September. So I'm saying to them, okay, what you need to start doing is, do you have your client log? Start making appointment with appointments with them right now. Oh, that's good. For September, start calling them, say, hey, we're going to be back up in business. Um, I understand how important social distancing is. Let them know that you're not tone deaf. That you understand right. that. And so I want to start doing some private, um, you know, sessions with all of my clients.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: And so could you, um, you know, let me know what month. And and so, of course, right now you could be booking hundreds of people besides just your clients. You could say if you have a friend who needs some help, too, to get their hair done or whatever, um, I'm here. I'm going to be obeying the social distancing. You're going to have your private session with me, Right. If you do stuff like this, you can maintain your business and your profit and your money by making sure you have a plan like this. The businesses have to get out of the shock and awe of everything that's happening and start getting to hey, what is my plan B? Get out of the oh, this has happened. How can I make people, you know, my hairdresser is going to be do, doing social distancing even after when we come back. I
1: know. She's that's got
2: private, about. you know what I mean? She's yeah. got her private sessions with everybody. It's going to be so many people who are going to be coming in. Uh, you do, You start creating a plan that so, shows that because this particular crisis is on the spot crisis management. Now we, we have to do things on the spot because we weren't prepared for this.
1: At oh. all.
2: you know. So that is the strategy that you have in place. And then you start getting your social media together, creating um, social distancing. Um, We're going to be back up in business. We're going to be obeying that social distancing. This is how we're setting up appointments. You you need to get your hair done. You need that. Now that's social media strategy. I love it. So that's how you're working it. And you're going to get so many clients, more than you can even handle.
1: I know. Well, you know what? We are almost at the end of our time, and I want so many small businesses need your expertise badly right now. So I, I really, I really, I feel like this is more of a public service uh, announcement than anything I've ever done. Uh, and I'm serious. I'm very serious about I this. I know
2: you are, Kim.
1: Um, so how can people get in contact with you immediately?
2: People can reach me by visiting my site, ljwsocialmediapr.com, or you can email me at pr at gmail.com. And either one of those places of trying to reach me, I will get back with you as soon as possible.
1: Wonderful. We have come to the end of our broadcast part one, part one. Um, But LJ is coming back for a second show, and we're going to pivot from talking about just crisis communications, but we're going to start talking about crisis leadership. And you definitely don't want to miss it. Thank you so much, LJ. Thank you, Kim. bye -bye. Bye-bye
0: already have a proven business model, but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Marie Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. That's BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Marie Bonner with Business Scale Insights.